to the Simply Be You podcast, where we nourish all things mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Hey, you guys. Oh, my goodness sake. We have the coolest, most exciting news, I think. So exciting. We've been planning this behind the scenes, just totally excited to share this news with you. Yeah, I feel like we've been planning this for like a year now. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so too. Ooh, I'm so excited. So we have this fun event happening September 2nd of 2023. So just here in a couple months, we're excited to share a day together with all of our friends, all of our fellow conscious keepers. We really want to have a fun day with you. Yeah, we're going to have a day-long retreat together. We'll be enjoying exploring safe space, building a home to come home to within ourselves. Yeah, we're going to be practicing some breathing techniques, understanding the breath. We will be doing meditation and yoga, of course, if Emily. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be creating relationships of safety within our own bodies, enjoying some delicious food, And it's just going to be the time of our lives, just giving yourself permission to explore those things you love and want more of in your life together with a group of people who have open hearts and open hands. And we just want to rally around each other, support one another in our growth and becoming more of ourselves. Exactly. So if you'll check on our show notes, we'll have the information, a website you can click on and look in our show notes, guys. Check it out there. We can't wait to see you guys there. We'll see you soon. Hey, guys. We're back again for another episode. So excited to be here. It's me, Emily. Oh, and hi. I'm here too, guys. It's Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So finally, I feel like um, summer is starting to peek through. Like spring has maybe arrived. Mm -hmm. And we just want to talk more about flowers. Absolutely. I mean, I'm covered in floral tattoos. And so am I. so are you. And so they're (laughs) very significant to us, right? They mean something to us. Also, just to talk about our attire, when we see it summertime, we are both wearing shorts and tank tops. It is feeling like summertime in our zip code right now. We're ready for the sunshine to soak into our skin. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, filling us with happiness. Mm Mm-hmm. And we want to dive into um, some self-care today, but we, we were just talking about flowers, how when we look at a beautiful flower garden, we just are consumed in that moment with emotion or fullness or yeah. joy. Awe maybe would be the yes. word. Yes. I'm in awe sometimes. And you just get like lost so in the beautiful. colors. Yes. And like they're not the same flower. Maybe they're all the same flower, but different colors. I mean, it's so beautiful. They're all different shapes and sizes. Yes. Some are wilting and flopping over and others are standing tall. Yeah, exactly. We discussed recently if we were to see like the Tulip Festival, for example, and the wonders of how beautiful that is and how glorious it is. And there's lots of really beautiful flowers in there. And there was just one sunflower in the middle of those. No one would be like, Oh, my word. Why is there a sunflower? We'd probably be like, wow, that just grew right in the middle. How gorgeous. She's so tall and different, but pretty. Wow. Like, 
we would do we would be amazed. Yes. Like we Completely wouldn't be amazed. appalled or mad or annoyed. We'd be amazed at how beautiful it is. And there wouldn't be any criticism. No. We wouldn't look at it and be like, well, no. why is that there? Yeah. That'd just be like, well, that little guy snuck right in there, didn't it? Mm-hmm. How pretty are you? And just be like so full of awe and wonder. And almost maybe that she would steal the show maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe. She'd be so pretty and tall. Maybe taller so. Taller than the rest. I don't know. Just an idea. Yeah. So we were just discussing why do we sometimes tend to point out what we see as flaws within ourselves or we compare ourselves to others. Yeah, exactly. When we're all just really beautiful flowers. I think if we were all to just stand in a crowd together, linking arms and just being in the presence of one another, we would feel like the person next to us, stranger or not, is beautiful, right? We would never look at that person and be like, man, we're linking arms and just like say or expel the thought of the notion sometimes how we feel about ourselves, right? We would never do that to anyone else. Yeah, and I think it's interesting how sometimes when you get in a crowd of people, how the insecurities within your own thoughts can hold you back from being yourself. They can sabotage your vibrancy for sure Mm -hmm. and kind of dampen your light. Yeah. And so we kind of just want to dive into that. Like, why don't we take a minute and just own the beauty that each of us are and represent? We don't have to be just like each other. We don't have to be different from one another, but we can just enjoy the being and the presence that we bring Mm-hmm. We don't have to be just like the person next to us. We don't even have to, you know, be different from them. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we all had the same hair color, same eye color, same, same skin tone, same, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, although I think that would be really fun and interesting, I think it would be very unamusing. I wouldn't think, oh, wow, we're all so beautiful. I think, oh, we're boring. Look how boring we are. Oh, I slapped my legs. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it would be so boring i think being unique and individual and just being you is outstandingly stunning in my opinion i do too and i like to just choose to believe that there's a reason for all the ways that we are absolutely like Mm -hmm. beautiful gifts that we each bring to relationships to ourselves and so we really don't want to necessarily change to be just like someone else um there's good reasons for being the unique flower of yourself you were created individually intentionally and uniquely for a purpose and a reason and i think that's been the whole point of the podcast is simply be you isn't just like a fun phrase simply be you it is literally our goal in life is to help Whoever, the one person in the world that listens to this podcast, let them somehow feel and understand that you being you is the most important thing you can be on this planet. And I like the idea of us just continuing to become more of ourselves as we Mm -hmm. continue to grow into more of ourselves. Yeah. Like we just keep becoming more... Of who we are. Ourself, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We evolve Mm -hmm. and grow like the flowers, like the fields. That are so pretty right now. Yeah. And that's why we've we've been taking a few days to get this podcast 
recorded because I've actually been experiencing whether it's a cold or allergies because of all the beautiful yeah. flowers in the Her air. Her voice was real raspy there. I first. sound like, you know, yeah. a man. A man. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> She's a beautiful man. That's all I have to say. But here we are. We, we made it. We're recording now. But yeah, I just think just to own the beauty of your own physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self, right? There's so many different aspects to each of us. And so many things that are similar, too. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, like, in my opinion, femininity and and goddess-like traits in women in general. And I feel like in that aspect, we're really united in a way because we are the honored to be the gender that we are at the moment, right? And so it's very beautiful and and a beautiful way of understanding, like, yeah, we have something in common in that way. Mm-hmm. And in the past, we've talked about self-care kind of on a, would you call it like a more basic level, Jess? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you have to eat well, exercise, drink some water, sleep enough hours a night. And we'd really like to take a little bit more of a deep dive into a higher consciousness and bring awareness to the fact that not only is your body a physical form, but in our perspective, we also believe that we have an imaginal realm that we are aware of and a part of because our bodies encase a soul. And the soul purpose of your life is what your soul's identity is, what you're called here to do, why you're here and what you're doing. and Connecting with that purpose. Yeah, connecting with that purpose. And so these are some ways, in our opinion, how to feed your soul, how to see a higher way of self-care. Yeah. I think for me... It was really important in my own soul journey to start noticing the thoughts and the stories that I continue to tell over and over in my own mind to myself, because it really does create what's happening in real time. Oh, for sure. Manifestation, whether you're audibly saying it or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was really good at observing other people, but when I started to observe my own thoughts and my own actions, it really just shifted everything. And so are you aware of what the thoughts and stories that you tell yourself create? Yeah, because they can create an actual tangible reality. And sometimes that reality maybe isn't exactly what you want it to be. And you have the power to change it. Yeah, we have a choice to choose to believe and create anything that we really want to, which I think is such a gift. I love to believe that God gave us this life to create what we want, Mm -hmm. just to start practicing being creators ourselves, right? Because something happens and we can choose to have any thought we want about it. And so why do we continue to choose the thoughts that maybe keep us stuck or continually perpetuate a pattern that's not necessarily that healthy for us? Yeah, And I think generationally, too, there's definitely a way of understanding that you've been taught. And you could say it's good or bad or neutral or whatever it might feel in your body, but you are a human form. You are capable of changing the neural pathways in your brain simply by teaching yourself skills and talking to yourself, like literally just speaking it out loud, speaking it in your head, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She was saying she was really good at noticing 
other people and like observing. And what I call that in myself is my ego. My ego was really good at that. And when you take ego out of it, you're really good at noticing what you're doing and what you're aware of and what you're capable of doing, not doing, want to do, aspirations, whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, and then when I started noticing, like, what if I chose to think this thought for me? Yeah. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. when I started creating a relationship with myself. So a lot of times when I'm working with someone and we speak about, like, forgiveness. Yeah. Right? Or, like, something that someone else did to you is completely justified for you to stay in anger and frustration And so there's a part of the ego that seems to have a hard time letting go. Like, why would I have gratitude or why would I intentionally try to be more loving or kind when this person did this to me and I'm totally justified? But the thought of choosing intentionally to think a thought of gratitude or love or kindness for you so that you don't have to feel that gross feeling of the like heavy energy of, I use the word disgusting yeah Remember? like it just feels it heavy just feels so gross and disgusting and you can feel like that pull in your energy it just feels heavy and weighed down yeah where yes it's true whatever happened may not be at a point where you can forgive but like to hold on to that anger and that mm-hmm. grossness just holds you back and so to just choose kindness and gratitude and notice what those thoughts are creating for you so that you feel better then the energy is just this full of life and yeah like you're able to show up and do the things you actually enjoy doing and the energy with which you show up with other people and in relationship is just contagious and more fun and it just feels better in your body i was just gonna say The emotion that we hold on to physically can be in our body. You know, that pit in your stomach of the worry or the, did I forget something feeling or the, you know, the second nature of your body's whisperings, like a mother's intuition, if you will, like all emotion physically shows up somehow. Mm -hmm. It will show up in your body somewhere, somehow. Mm -hmm. And in my past life, I would get migraines a lot. Because I was holding on to so much energy in my body that my brain literally wanted to explode. Yeah. So it for sure shows up. And when you kind of start paying attention to, you know, what three main emotions do you live your life from? What energy, you know, like when I first started this, for example, I remember feeling probably the three basic emotions I felt most often were depression, tired, and sad. And I was trying to resist it so much because I didn't want to feel that way. It feels terrible to feel that way. But when I just allowed it and noticed it, it was kind of like that starting point of like, this is where I am. And can I just let it be here? Yeah. And accept it, notice it. doesn't mean I'm going to stay there because by not resisting it, then I was actually able to choose an emotion that I actually want to experience more often. And so I just think it's interesting how when you start to notice these little mental shifts or these emotions that you tend to feel, how is that taking care of you or not? Okay, so I have something really important to say right now. Recently, I was in an appointment with a psychologist, and we were discussing just normal teenage behavior. And 
the weary that the kids in this world have and the thoughts they have all the time. And our psychologist taught us to, something called thinking about thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we're saying here too. When you pause to tell your thinking brain a new thought or you pause to address the emotion that you feel most often, you're telling your brain and your body, hey, I'm aware you don't have to run on autopilot. My soul is in control of this. And if, if you're feeling depressed, sad, angry, what were you? Tired. Tired. Mm-hmm. Depressed, sad, tired. Right? Those feelings are all really low. They're Very sounding low. so low. So you can tell yourself, and I, this is not going to work every time because clinical depression happens and it's difficult to get out of. But for me, my, my depression almost is cured by my thinking brain being in control. I can be in control mm-hmm. and tell myself, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. I love you. Give yourself grace. It's okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can. You can be in control of that. So thinking about thinking or thought work. We call it thought work. Yeah. yeah. Doctors call it a big word called thinking about thinking. <laughs> But I just think it's interesting, you know, when I was in resistance to feeling it, because who wants to feel depressed? No one. Like, I love being around people that are fun and happy, right? And so even to just admit that I was feeling depressed was really hard. Mm -hmm. And to finally drop into letting go of that resistance, it seems counterintuitive, but like that was the way out of it was to just right. accept it because I was fighting it so hard. Yeah. And so it was so mind blowing to me that when I just was like, yeah, today I'm just going to be depressed for an hour, like, yeah. like consciously choose, okay, like I'm just going to feel what I'm feeling. And I set a time yeah. so that I wasn't stuck in it all day, yeah. but just allowed it. And by allowing it, then it was able to soften and it could move that energy into something different. I love that and so much. And now I rarely feel that sadness or depression or tiredness. And I just am mind blown that I don't even live from that same energy. What I find most interesting when we speak about depression, anxiety, those types of things, I was clinically depressed, taking two or three different types of medications, which a suspended SSRI is important and I understand why medicine was created. Mm -hmm. However, when I decided to stop taking medication and do breath work and do thought work and do intentional thought work, I realized that depression is only as thick as your skin. Your physical form, you have to go past it, right? You literally have to like see the light, go past your physical form and go into your subconsciousness or what I call pure consciousness and awareness and teach yourself over and over and over again that that one hour of sitting in that muck and yuck is plenty and that you deserve to move forward. Mm -hmm. That one hour of sitting in the dark, sadness, hurt, anguish, which we all have. There's not a single person on this planet Mm -hmm. that doesn't. Mm -hmm. You can sit in it for one hour and that's okay. And it was kind of mind-blowing for me to learn how to sit with the sensations that those emotions create in my body. body. Yeah. Yeah. And to just really get to know myself on a different level because 
I would say before finding this work too, I lived from the head, like the neck up. Yeah, same. And so now to notice what things feel like from the neck down. Yeah. Like my body's alive again. Yep. And so it may sound a little scary to sit with something that feels so negative, but maybe even just starting with, I'm going to feel this sadness for five breaths. Yeah. You know, just allowing that to be there and to just sit with it. Notice what that feels like in your body and just give it some space that you're not in resistance so much. Yeah. Has been just so life-changing for me. Yeah. Allowing that emotion to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's a reason. Yeah. Like, I think our body is trying to speak to us. There's a language. It's calling for attention. But we tend to be so scared of negative emotion, we just stay in resistance. Absolutely. Or at least I stayed in resistance. I, I think we all do. Myself, I mean, I think all people do, right? It's fight or flight. Your body's like initial response to something traumatic even if it's a thought of something traumatic or a thought of like a experience or circumstance you you don't want to relive it no one wants to relive that that's uncomfortable and it seems to be kind of a new idea that we're working with i agree talk about negative emotion to let it be there to feel it Mm -hmm. to not live in fear of it or be scared of it i think it is new absolutely and so it's understandable that there might be a fear around exploring or feeling. I've, I've worked with a lot of people that feel like they're going to stay stuck in it. Right. And then that depression will just take over and they'll never get out of it. Yeah. But it's been really interesting for me to work with people that are like, wow. Yeah. Like it totally was the opposite experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a practice when I do feel, so my depression shows up when I feel overwhelmed. So if there's a lot of to-dos on my to-do list and I feel maybe like I'm going to fall short, then it kind of shows up in anger, right? I get really Mm -hmm. upset, irritable, angry, angry with myself, angry with my kids. I just show up in anger. And so what I've learned is the lion's breath or the breath of fire or whatever you want to call it. I won't do it on the podcast. It sounds horrible, but (laughs) you just expel that from your body physically with as much hot verbal breath let your tongue hang out of your body kind of look like a wild woman it feels so good to let that anger leave your body expel it from you right it feels so good right Uh like i i'm angry i'm allowing it i know i'm upset i'm gonna dull it down to frustration and irritability and stop being so angry no one deserves my anger it's not their fault Expel that from you now, immediately. Well, and when you start practicing like breathing techniques like lion's breath, yeah, it's interesting because if you pay attention to your body, your body feels like that anger, the heaviness, right? Like and you let it up. out mm-hmm. and then your body's immediately lighter, more free yeah, and kind of brings you back to the calm. So I like that idea of you know, not being afraid of negative emotion, but also being open to experiencing joy and happiness, what we might call positive emotion too. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we're that even feels scary to yeah. a lot of us to let ourselves feel so happy. 
about things. Yeah. Right? So I think it's this idea of learning how to hold grief and pain along with love and kindness and joy, kind of like just the whole ocean of emotions. Like what if we could hold it all? And that spectrum of – I was speaking with a client actually this morning and – When you're grieving and you're experiencing loss, but maybe somebody in your life is experiencing maybe new life, there's a new baby and it's hard. How do you feel both, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you do. You Mm -hmm. can feel both. You can be emotional, sad, heartbroken, depressed, really sad for something, a situation, maybe loss, and also feel joy, excitement, happiness, bliss for, you know, a new life or something Similar. Mm -hmm. And you can feel those emotions in the same day. And that's okay. That's okay to feel happiness and sadness. Yeah. And I think the better we get at feeling, or I maybe I should say the better I have gotten at feeling negative emotion. You can include me. We as a team. (laughs) The better I've gotten at feeling negative emotion, the amount that I feel happy is just overwhelming too. And so more abundant. Yeah. Like it just feels more expansive, more full, like more authentic. Yeah. You're not putting on a charade or a show. Yeah. You're not running from your heartbreak, depression, or sadness necessarily and pretending. And to just hold it all. Like we can hold all emotion and then choose from mindful places where we want to like show up as, you know, like like what kind of person do I want to be in this moment, even though I am feeling you know, grief or sadness or anger, Yeah, I'm still going to show up in this moment because I want to be a loving person. Yeah. I think that in our day and age, especially, it's a really difficult time just in the world in general. And so it's hard sometimes to get bogged down and weighed down with all of the heaviness. And maybe you do feel guilty sometimes of being like, I am very happy. I'm a happy person. Mm-hmm. Even though whatever happened, X, Y, Z, how can you have both emotion and show up from that place of happiness? Pure light is what I call it. Yeah. Right? Have a pure light, a pure golden beam radiating from you. How can that happen? I feel like it's just a choice you decide to make. It's exactly what I think. You know? Precisely what like I Like, I'm just going to choose. Yeah. Um, And then when something happens, I've already made the choice. I don't have to waste my precious life energy going down a rabbit hole that sucks it away from me. Back to the beginning of your story. There was a narrative, right? You used to tell yourself these things. And the things you told yourself, we're going to call them untruths. They were just untrue. And now you're capable of seeing through the muck and the mud, sitting in something dark, understanding that it's okay to live there for a minute, feel it, process Mm -hmm. through that. Mm -hmm. But yet the place where we want to show up and the place where we want to live and be our most authentic self feels a lot like joy, feels a lot like bliss, feels a lot like happiness or whatever you want to call it, but a pure warm light, a golden sunlight beam, whatever it feels like in your body, feels a lot more comfortable to try to be more conscious and intentional in that way. Yeah. And it's just a mindful choice that I decided to make. Yeah. And it's interesting how the transfer of energy when you're with people rubs off, right? Yep. So, like, I was watching this meme the other day, and this little girl was skipping, 
past a bunch of adults and nobody was really looking at her or paying attention, it seemed. And then she passed and then a guy started skipping. Behind her. Like she was behind her. Like they didn't even see it it didn't seem like they saw each other. So so it's just interesting. Like when someone shows up from a conscious place and makes that choice, it rubs off on you. Oh, like for you sure. can feel it. Energy is magnetic. Mm-hmm. There's like the word kinesiology, right? Like it's a field. It's an electoral field. It's real. You can feel it. It's yeah. tangible. And so you're creating this relationship with yourself. So why not choose to feel more of what you want to feel on purpose? It takes work though. Oh, yeah. It's work. Yeah. And it's- that's why it's nice to have a tribe of support I rally agree. around you. Absolutely. Because every day is not complete bliss, but we can choose with intention how we want to show up moment to moment Yeah, and experience our lives. And take care of your soul. Yeah. This is your way of your body and your brain, your heart, power, taking care of your soul because your soul is perfect. Your soul is not going to make you feel depressed, is not going to make you you know, harness all the emotions of negativity all of the time. That's not your soul's purpose. Hmm. Your soul's purpose is to find that realm of consciousness and really tag into that, grab it, gravitate towards that. And so if you find yourself going down the rabbit hole of comparison or that you notice your thoughts continue to hold yourself back or hurt yourself, really just go walk outside into a beautiful flower garden and just take a moment and reflect because you are one of those flowers and they're all beautiful and they're all needed. Amen. And they're all important. And remind yourself of your virtue, right? We all know what our virtue is. It's just part of us. The Mm -hmm. light that's in you, whatever you call it, your purpose is bigger than what your physical form is allowing it right now, right? Mm -hmm. Your brain, Mm -hmm. your brain limits you having some conscious behavior and some thoughts. It's limitless, completely limitless. Your life is up to you to create. Amen. And we're right here to help you. Amen (laughs) to that too. So good to be with you guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye guys. We appreciate you being part of the Simply Be You podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and find value, please leave us a rating. Thank you for sharing our hearts with the people you love. Beyond the chair.